0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: Today, Ann, we are going to discuss a parody film. All right. It's called *McGruber*. Okay. And if that sounds familiar to you, it's been a five-minute sketch on Saturday Night Live for some time now. And you and I spent our careers (laughs) writing sketches for comedians. And if the two of us listed all the great comedians we wrote for, we'd be here for three hours. To me, what is wonderful in a five- or eight-minute sketch doesn't quite hold up. When they do a 90-minute or two-hour movie, and that's how I feel about Magruber
1: I didn't think this movie, Magruber really had much zing after the first half hour. But I thought that the targets for the parody were really wonderfully accurate. And I have to admit that I laughed almost all the way through this film, along with the 12 or 15 people who were in the audience who were only, I would say, 30-year-old guys. I didn't see another woman in the audience, and I doubt if many women, females, went to see this film. All
0: right, Anne, well, let's talk for a mm-hmm. moment about The Targets. This is a parody of the MacGyver TV show. Right. And Will Forte stars as the title character, MacGruber. He is a retired special agent of something or other. He is dragged out of retirement to stop his enemy from blowing up Washington with mm-hmm. a nuclear warhead. Kristen Wiig is in it. She plays the romantic interest. Ryan Philippi plays Lieutenant Piper, mm-hmm. who is so straight-laced in this film.
1: Exactly. Not very funny, but moves the plot along.
0: Right. And the main villain here is Val Kilmer, who I thought was pretty effective. He's a pretty effective actor, especially when he is not... Carrying a film. Mm-hmm. The director is Jorma Tacone, and I think they all tried very, very hard, but to me, Anne, a dirty joke. Mm-hmm is a dirty joke.
1: Right. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of scatological humor either less, but I have to say that I thought that the fact that they were playing MacGruber here as a witless, arrogant, stupid, clueless guy who would do absolutely anything to get the job done, and that's pretty much the target of the entire satire here, that they were looking to put up on the screen the MacGyver character, and he was That kind of a guy in the real-life television series, he would do anything to save his country. He was all full of himself and full of patriotism to the point where it was ad nauseum.
0: Of course, he used to use weapons like paper clips and rubber bands and things like that. Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: So, I mean, they really were able to skewer that stuff really well. So I thought that when they got into the nudity and the raunchy humor, that sort of went along with the fact that he would do anything as this special agent agent guy to get the job done. If it involved some public nudity, so be it. I mean, I found the movie to be the kind of forbidden comedy that usually I really don't like, and I always say it's a guy's movie, and that's fine. But for me, I thought that the spoof here was really good, and I'm quite a sucker, I have to admit, for movies that take on television series. Like I remember Betty Thomas's version of A Very Brady Christmas or A Very Brady Movie, which I thought was a stitch and made me laugh from beginning to end. And then I loved Wayne's World, which really satirized low-budget cable television shows from the 80s. So I thought to that end, the writers here for Magruber did a brilliant job. And I have to say that those 80s action movies and television series were preoccupied with exactly the targets they hit here and hit very successfully. Patriotism, self-sacrifice, crazy weapons oddball gadgets and explosions ad infinitum and they had plenty of that stuff up on the screen
0: they did have a lot of stuff up on the screen i have to confess that i never ever watched one minute of macgyver when it was on television. So I guess I lost some of the humor in this film because I didn't really know what they were parodying.
1: Well, that could be. I think that that might have a lot to do with the fact that the movie may not have appealed to you as much as it did to me. That's one reason why you didn't like it. But you also, and I respect this, you really didn't like all the blue material.
0: All the blue material, the conversation was extremely profane. It's the kind of thing you think you are going to listen to when you're watching a film about the art. Me in more time. Mm -hmm. There was such violence in this film, a lot of violence.
1: You know, I looked at it and thought of it exactly for what I believe was the intention of the writer and the director, and of course the whole crew from SNL who put this movie together, including executive producer Lauren Michaels. I think that they wanted us to know that this was an extreme parody and that they were only doing and heightening the action off of what other projects like this did seriously. So for me, everything on that level really worked. I do agree with you, Les. I think that the raunch factor was over the top, and we could have done with a lot less of that. I also think this movie isn't for everyone.
0: Oh, definitely not. I mean,
1: not every movie is for everybody. Of course not. So I think if you like the movies Borat and Bruno, well... You're going to love MacGruber.
0: Okay. As you recall, when we reviewed both the films you mentioned, Borat and Bruno, you liked them and I hated them. Mm -hmm. So maybe that will give you an idea of how I felt about this film. Will Forte, I think, is funny on occasion on Saturday Night Live.
1: He's all right. I don't think he's likable in the sense of Will Ferrell, for example. But I think, again, MacGyver's character was supposed to be kind of a dreary guy, not much of a twinkle in his eye, and I think Will Forte is perfect casting.
0: Well, maybe so. I did like Kristen Wieg playing Vicky St. Elmo. I thought she was the funniest thing in the film because virtually everything that she says, she sings.
1: Yeah, she's a frustrated songwriter and special forces agent. <laughs> right. Interesting combination.
0: Now, poor Ryan Phillippe, and oh. He looked so bored. Mm-hmm. He looked like he didn't want to be on this film <laughs> at all.
1: Well, I think, too, none of the supporting characters in a movie like *McGruber* are going to have the same kind of screen time that *McGruber* and Vicki St. Elmo are going to get because they just don't have the comic ear of the writers. Their presence is there merely to service the story and the plot. So it was a good payday, but not a good artistic day for Powers Booth and for Ryan Phillippe, and and for Val Kilmer.
0: Well, <laughs> that's very true. So I'd like to see a movie with all three of those guys together doing something better because I dislike this film so much and I'm giving it a red light. Sorry about that.
1: Okay. Well, I said that dull action heroes should be on the alert because this parody is spot on. Magruber is in the neighborhood, guys, if that's the kind of part that you're playing and he's going to parody you immediately. I think thought that this movie is not for everyone. I think it's uh, not for a raunchy, sensitive crowd. So, I'm going to have to give this SNL extended sketch, MacGruber, a yellow light.
0: Okay. A red light from me and a yellow light from Anne for MacGruber, mm-hmm. directed by Jorma Tacone and right. starring Will Forte and Kristen Wiig. Right. All right. I hope we will agree on a better film and give it a better colored light next time. Mm-hmm. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is rooting for us to get together and see a movie that we all like the next time we go to the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you.